Wildfires and rising sea levels have created a risk for military bases. Now the Government Accountability Office says the Defense Department's installations lack the resilience to combat and recover from extreme events. Federal News Network Scott Mossioni spoke with Diana Maurer, director of GAO's Defense Capabilities and Management Issues team, about what defense officials need to do. GAO issued a report that looked at what the Defense Department is doing or not doing to address the challenges of climate change and extreme weather at its various military installations here in the U.S. And as we talk about in the report, uh, DOD has hundreds of billions of dollars invested in a variety of bases across all of the United States. And those bases are located in all different kinds of uh, parts of the country facing all different times of climate. So, for example, we did some work collecting information from um, uh, Air Force installations on the northern slope in Alaska. We looked at some uh, other installations that were in deserts. We looked at some Navy bases that were on the East Coast, so all different types of weather, all different types of climate. And the bottom line in all of this is that there's some good news, but some also some areas for improvement. So on the good news front, we found that DOD uh, does have guidance, and they are paying attention to the conditions of the climate. They are paying attention to conditions and um, the potential effects from extreme weather, Um, They certainly have unfortunately felt the brunt of that in very recent years. For example, there was a recent hurricane uh, down in Florida that wiped out Kendall Air Force Base and caused significant damage to other installations in North Carolina. And different types of Defense Department guidance have tasked the military services with paying attention to climate and extreme weather. The problems or the challenges we found was that in many cases – at the installation level, that wasn't being done in a very specific or informed way. And so we had a number of recommendations, eight in total, to the military departments and the DOD at large to help them do an even better job of further planning for and preparing for uh, the incidences of Uh, climate change and extreme weather. So before we go into some of the issues that they have, I wanted you to sort of frame the problem a little bit because this is something that you've done some extensive research on as well. Yes, sure. Um, There have been a variety of studies done by a wide variety of federal agencies and other um, organizations that have talked about um, the uh, incidences of climate change. And There are a variety of projections into the future, but the common theme is that uh, sort of across the country there are there's the potential for increased risk of flooding, both in terms of storm surge as well as sea rise. Climate change also includes heat. It includes cold. It includes wind. It includes drought. It includes wildfires. And when you look into the future, based on these based on the variety of studies that, that we looked at as part of this report. There's widespread concern that both the, the prevalence and the seriousness of these kinds of extreme weather events are going to increase into the future. And that poses risks for the country as a whole, and more specifically to our report, it poses risks to DOD at its various installations around the United States. So uh, you, you mentioned that some of these installations have plans, and could you tell us what those plans might look like, and, and are they comprehensive enough? So our work looked at two different levels of plans. One was at the installation level, and that's sort of the equivalent of, if you can think of, 
really think about installation as being a small city. So it's sort of like what is, what is the installation's plan for the future? You know, what are the things they're planning to fix? What are the things that they're planning to build? Where do they want to build them and at what cost? And one of the things that we were looking at was at that installation level, were they considering the potential future effects of extreme weather and climate change? We found that in 15 of 23 cases, they were. They were considering it. So, for example, um, Langley Air Force Base uh, was considering the potential effects of sea level rise. They'd seen a 14-inch increase in sea level rise since 1930. That was something that they were considering. Um, other installations weren't doing that. So, for example, Pearl Harbor did not consider extreme weather or climate change in its installation plan. Um, we had some concerns about that, that if you're looking to set a plan for what you're going to build in the future or what level you're going to build things, it's important to consider the potential future impacts of climate change. Um, there are DOD, there's DOD guidance that generally requires that, but what we found was that there was no specific requirement at DOD to build climate change, to build extreme weather into the, the planning uh, criteria that they use in developing their installation plans. And that, that sounds like it could have some serious potential issues, like you said, considering if bases start building off of the plans that they already have without DOD asking them to take into account climate change, then those buildings might end up underwater in five years or, you know, dealing with droughts or something like that, right? Exactly. So, for example, you know, we're talking about um, making infrastructure changes that cost millions and millions of dollars. So it really does matter, for example, if you're building a new seawall, whether you make it, you know, five feet versus six feet tall. That additional foot's going to cost more money. So DOD, when it's planning to do this, needs to figure out how high should we build that seawall. And the decision on how high to build that seawall should be informed in part by projections of future weather. Uh, we found that those kinds of projections uh, were not being made systematically. We also found that DOD guidance wasn't giving good information to installations on how they should be factoring those future weather projections into their decisions on how high to build, for example, a seawall. Are there resourcing issues that DOD or installations are dealing with while uh, taking into account these types of resilience issues and also planning issues? Yes, absolutely. I mean, you know, DOD does have a significant amount of resources. You know, they get over $700 billion a year. But it's also a mammoth enterprise, and they face a number of competing priorities. So they, they do not have a limitless, a limitless amount of money, and they do have to make informed decisions about trade-offs. And uh, one of the key takeaways, I think, from our work is that if DOD were to do a better job of building in consideration of climate change and extreme weather into its planning for what it's going to do with its installation plans as well as its plans for building individual uh, projects on those installations, they'll be better positioned to make decisions about their scarce dollars. Let's move to the recommendations. You know, you said you had eight of them. Uh, do you mind maybe highlighting, uh, you know, three or four? Really, our, our recommendations come into, come into two buckets, right? The first bucket has to do with the installations. And we made recommendations to all three of the military departments, so the Army, the Navy, and the Air Force, and of course the Department, or the, yeah, the Department of the Navy also includes the Marine Corps, as well as to DOD. 
and the gist of the, the recommendations to the installations was essentially that they update their criteria that they use for developing these installation master plans, that they incorporate uh, considerations of climate change and extreme weather and projections about that those um, potentialities into those updates. And at the Pentagon level, we thought that DOD needed to provide better guidance to the installations on how specifically to do that, right? Which projections to use and how to work them into their plan. The second bucket of recommendations has to is very similar, but has to do with facilities, so individual buildings or groups of buildings, and it's very similar. Diana Maurer is director of GAO's Defense Capabilities and Management Team, speaking with Federal News Network's Scott Mossioni. <coughs> Cough and cold season is here. Introducing Ricola Max Throat Care, Ricola's most powerful drop yet. It's the best of Swiss nature wrapped around a powerful liquid menthol center for maximum relief from your worst cough and sore throat. Maximum nature for maximum relief. Try the new Ricola Max now, available in the cold and cough aisle. It's in our nature. The people who looked through 200 resumes to fill a job also waited 40 minutes for their internet to dial up. You don't wait 40 minutes for your internet to dial up. You use Upwork to quickly hire talent. This is how we work now. 